0: You read the Bible, Greg, talking to me. I'm a long sample, so Keep up. Wait, wait, let me let me explain something to you. Uh, I am not Mr. Lebowski. You're Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude.
1: I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal.
2: Well then pass. <laughs> so what you want?
0: Jesus freaking. Got a bad feeling about this.
1: The guy with a plan.
0: Each and every man under my command owes me one hundred natural scouts. Let's <laughs> not pitches, right?
2: Oh, wow. Thank you for that. Hello, and welcome to the Film and Loathing Podcast for Wednesday, July 28th, 2021. This is episode number 110, and I'm Jake. I'm Chris. And I'm Zach. Coming up this week we do the long awaited review of the Twilight saga and if we got some time maybe we'll talk some movies that we watched and then whatever else comes up along the way so as always thanks for downloading thanks for listening glad to have you with us how you guys been it's been a little bit
0: yes it has
1: true that but okay i've been great
2: I mean, shit! I'm so glad to hear. <laughs> been
0: listening to a lot of EDM lately for some reason. God. Why? I don't know, dude. I genuinely do not know. I listened to that um, Kid Cuddy pursuit of happiness, Steve Aoki remix.
2: It's
0: mean, good song. Yeah, it is. And ever <laughs> since then, I've just been trying to you know, to hunt for that rush again.
2: Are you getting into Skrillex at all?
0: I did download Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites.
2: Yeah, I figure.
0: But like that's the only <laughs> I'm just saying I heard, I saw this video on uh on uh Instagram where it was like this guy who was like studying for my psychology final. I convinced myself that uh dubstep was the right choice of music for that. And then it just started playing Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites and I was like, shit, I kind of like this. Fuck. I hate this. Speaking
1: of music, Chris, did you listen to the Elfman's new album?
0: No, I did not.
1: The Elfman released an album.
0: I didn't even know he did. I really got to look that up.
1: Not like a score, like like an, an album album. Well, what
0: kind of music?
1: Let's play some for you. Okay. It's EDM. You
2: You're fucking luck. So this to is a say, song this called
1: is... Dance with the Lemurs. You can you get into that?
0: I can deal with it. I can dig it.
1: When I first heard it, I thought it was Nine Inch Nails. So I mean, it, it, it has a Resner vibe, and you love Trent Resner, so I
0: do like Trent Resner. Trent Resner is Nine Inch Nails.
1: Trent Resner is Nine Inch Nails.
2: Yeah, dude, he's got—he's the one with the nine-inch
1: nails. That's one guy.
0: I thought they were a band. Fuck. What about Atticus Ross? Is Atticus Ross part of some like weird fucking
2: band? Can't hear you. You don't have any audio. Hello. Oh, there you yeah, go. we're That's good.
1: There. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross is Nine Inch Nails. Both of them? Chris's yeah.
2: mind just went...
0: My world is wide fucking open right now. I'm going to watch Social Network tonight, and I'm just going to think something completely different the whole time. Dude, you just took the red pill. Oh, my God. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to watch that whole entire movie and just be like, I hurt myself today. Just <laughs> 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 to see if I still feel.
1: <laughs> How did you not know that? Like, I had no idea. That's why they're scoring partners. Like, they are musical partners in all aspects of life.
0: Yeah, but I want to know, like, how they got linked up with David Fincher to do that fucking movie.
1: I'm sure he just reached out to him. Fincher looks like a big Nine Inch Nails head.
0: I just can't imagine, like, somebody, like, calling up fucking <laughs> Nine Inch Nails and being like, Hey, dude, you want to do a score for a movie? And then being like, oh eh, fuck it, just do it.
1: Maybe Trent Reznor was looking to re- branch out. Maybe Trent Reznor is a big Fincher fan.
0: I don't know why you keep thinking it's Trent Reznor. Maybe it's Atticus Ross.
1: Atticus Ross is, you know, he's not the frontman. It just kind of seems like he does what Reznor does.
0: Sure. I'm just saying, maybe Atticus Ross is like, he's the real brains behind the organization. And then Trent Reznor is just the nails.
1: Trent Reznor is not just the nails.
0: All right. I'm just throw. I'm just spitballing here, you know, trying to think outside the box.
2: Plus, with the name like, with <clears throat> the name like Atticus Ross, do you really think that's a front runner name?
0: Atticus that just Ross? sounds
2: like. That sounds like a follower.
0: I don't know. Atticus Ross sounds like sounds like the main character of a book. You know.
2: Yeah, the
1: a shitty pretentious New York book that no one reads.
0: And Trent Trent Resner, he sounds like a, a a trash king of sorts.
2: The Atticus Atticus <laughs> Ross could be the name of a writer in a uh, uh what the hell is his name? Uh, the guy that I hate
1: Woody Allen, who did,
2: who did Francis Ha, <laughs> Noah Baumbach. Uh, Woody Atticus Allen. Ross Atticus Ross could be a writer in a Noah Baumbach movie.
0: Atticus Ross could be the main character of Catcher in a Rye, and I wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> I was like it
2: is Atticus Finch.
0: Oh my fucking gosh.
1: Where's Where's that movie? The movie about Mark David Chapman reading fucking Catcher in the Rye, going crazy and killing John Lennon. Why isn't that a movie?
0: Probably because he went fucking crazy and killed John Lennon. So. I don't know, dude, still fresh or something.
1: Yeah, 30 years ago, still fresh. fresh I don't immigrants.
0: know. Ooh, too soon, too soon. K- killed, a, killed a legend in John Lennon. Sure. I'm just, so again, he spitballing here. A, a woman here.
1: abuser. How, how terrible.
0: What? John Lennon abused John women?
1: John a woman?
0: Believe it or not, I don't look up on John Lennon's life. Well, shit, John Lennon. Clearly you didn't want peace in the world.
2: Zach, you lost your audio again. What? You're good. You lost your... There you go.
1: I don't know why it's cutting in and out. It doesn't make any sense.
2: What are you clicking on to fix it? Nothing. Oh.
0: It could just be like a frayed wire or some shit. You think it's a frayed wire? Again, Zach. Spitballing. <laughs> that's my shit today.
1: Hold on. Let's try something. We're gonna switch it up.
2: Hey yeah, Chris, it's so crazy he's actually about to try it.
1: <laughs> I'm not trying his fucking frayed wire nonsense.
2: Whatever. I mean, don't
0: touch it if it's a frayed wire. I feel like that's common sense. Or do oh, I- Zach. Make tennis this weekend a lot more interesting if you can barely move.
1: That would make it more interesting. You're right.
2: Dude, if you make your arm go numb, you can, you know, you use a stranger later. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, it's funny shit. You guys been watching the Olympics? Fuck no. I really no. I love the Olympics.
1: I was uh, informed of a of a pretty. What seems like an interesting event. What's that? There's no women's basketball, right?
2: Yeah, there is. Just three Uh, on three basketball, right?
1: Exactly. No, there's. Oh, no,
0: there's women's five on five. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. They played Nigeria yesterday or the day before. Are you
2: sure that wasn't the three on three? Yeah, I watched it. I don't them. actually know. It was all five.
0: Yeah, there was all five. There was women's five-on-five <laughs> basketball. They've won the gold for the past, like, 20
2: years or some shit. Dude, I can't believe how much, Team USA, you your audio cut out again, Zach. No, you're back. <laughs> now, you're back. Now it came in.
0: Maybe it, like, only, you know, cuts out when you have something of value to say.
1: Seems unlikely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it
2: just knows.
0: Now you're accurate. Well,
2: yeah, because well, right. I have to run. That was trippy, man. Here, try that. <laughs> 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 That's a little better.
1: Are we good? Yeah, we're good.
2: You just, you just just like that. That's pretty slick, man. Well, I mean,
1: I have my, good my iMac and then my MacBook, so it's not that difficult. I mean, you're still fucking ugly, I guess, but whatever. Ugly this on a bigger it. screen. <laughs> like, that makes it better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but anyways, we were just about to talk about how Zach was wrong about the women's 5-on-5.
1: Hey, I was just told there was no 5-on-5. I didn't actually Google that definitely five on five like they're wrong i don't know who told you that but they're wrong
2: there's some stuff i'm definitely like seeing that i had no idea was an olympic sports
0: yeah like i didn't know equestrian like horseback riding i didn't know that was an olympic sport
2: i knew that was but i had never heard of three on three basketball being an olympic sport
0: that i think is relatively new
2: Okay. And there was like something else that I had seen that, that skateboarding. I skateboarding. Thank Well, this is the first year they've done it, yeah. Yeah. Which no, but nice this was sport. like an No no, this was like an obscure sport, and I was like, this is in the Olympics. Um but I can't remember what it was. It's something really random.
0: Badmen? Taekwondo?
2: Not badminton. I was surprised to see there was Taekwondo, yeah.
0: Yeah. Though I will say the most entertaining one to watch. Is probably ping pong. Because I've never seen anybody go so hard at anything in my
2: life. If you're up really late at night, like midnight, the only thing there is to bet on is Chinese ping pong. Oh, I'll
0: gladly bet on that shit.
2: So my you asked us
1: about the Olympics because you have a Simone Biles hot take.
0: No, I don't. Just could wait, can be I don't. I don't watch the gymnastics wait. that much. I think what they do is incredible, but I'm not. I'm not like super into it.
2: What can anyone explain to me why she dropped out? Mental, Mental health. Oh, okay, so it wasn't like a physical injury she should she sustained.
1: No.
0: She's still competing in uh, artistic gymnastics. I think she just She's dropped out of team. She's competing
1: solo events, not in team events.
0: Yeah, I see. Yeah, it was a bummer, though. Alyssa's, like, super into the gymnastics. Yeah. So she when she heard that, that like, she was
1: like, fuck. That, like, her mental state is only going to, like, make the team do worse. So mm-hmm. she's dropping out of team events and only doing
2: individual events. Mm. Well, I just saw they won silver, so...
1: Yeah, and they still won silver
2: without her, so... It's not like they were... It's like, there are other
0: people on that team which are, like, dynamite.
2: When I watched... Like, I've seen her do some stuff, like, from this Olympics... And like the way she lands stuff, I'm like, holy I know. shit! She hits the mat and does not move. She
0: just,
2: I know. Still,
0: it's I'm
1: insane. Mm-hmm. This is what I hate about the Olympics is that like no one gave a shit about what Simone Biles was doing except like every four years. I
2: mean, like, it guess
1: all these people in the, the the limelight for like, and then like all these people like criticize them like. <laughs> Boo, you fucking suck. And then, like, no one cares about what they're doing for four years until they come back.
2: And won't care after it's over.
1: <laughs> I
0: mean, you are right. Like, I'm not going to say you're wrong. But, like, I look at the metal count every single day to see if it's changed. That's the reason I, I the care about, thing, like, the individual shit.
2: The only thing I, like, really watched... Was was swimming when Michael Phelps? And that was like really the only time I watched the Olympics.
1: It's because it's I Michael. I mean, I Phelps. read, I read all of like the New center main comments when they post about the Olympics.
2: So oh, one of about,
1: the... I Get to read about how like America's doing terrible because we hate America.
2: Okay, sure. Those
1: are pretty good. Big fan of those.
2: Oh, so this is like the players' revenge against a country to tank the Olympics?
1: Well, I don't even think it's that. I think it's like... Ooh, people something are Something like, that
0: genuinely doesn't really have much of a sway. Even, in though, I saw, like, even though
2: we're leading at gold medals.
1: <laughs> I saw yeah, this thing. There was a post of this girl. There's a post of this girl and he was like, do you know who this is? And I was like, no. And he was like, she won gold medal in fucking skeet shooting. But you don't know who she is because She's not broadcast by the mainstream media because she likes guns. And it's like, I think she's probably not broadcasting because who actually gives a fuck about like skeet shooting in the Olympics? It right. probably has a lot more to do with it than the fact that she's a woman and has guns.
2: Dude, the only cool thing that I've seen is in the Winter Olympics when they do the skiing and you got to stop and then you snipe, like you do the sniper marksman challenge and then you get back yeah. on the skis and keep going.
0: They That's to- cool. They have to ski cross country with a gun strapped to their back. Like that's not That's like what, in a like,
2: fucking James
1: Bond movie. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's pretty cool. That's
0: basically what it is. It's like Daniel Craig just shows up halfway through the biathlon and he just dumps out his fucking gun and just. Except
2: boom. it's not Daniel Craig. It's like some 32 year old mom from Michigan. <laughs> Gracie Ann, in her, in her free time, does
0: biathlon, but when she's not, she's taking care of six children. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, like, who thought, like, you know what we should do? Like, this is the sport.
0: That's what I don't understand. Like, I look a lot at, like, the different stuff there is. I saw that there um there was a pers- lady from the U.S. that was ranked number 41 in the world. And I wanted to ask myself, like, who's making these world rankings for ping pong?
1: Someone and, like, with a lot of free time.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how many ping pong competitions are there throughout a year that produce, like, Dude, big more than, more than you can fathom, probably. Probably. Dude, if, if that's the sport that I need to get into, I guess I'm in. Like, I'll do it.
1: You don't, you don't understand. Like, the Olympics is on, like, at the perfect time. Like... Mm-hmm. The basketball season has just ended. People are basically just waiting for the NFL to start. No one really watches baseball. So, like, this is why, like, like what sport fans are like, oh, yeah, something to care about right now. Yeah. And that's why, like, it gets blown out of proportion. Because all these sport fans just waiting for the NFL. And, like, this is all they have.
0: I mean, just wait. You get to do it next year, too, because next year's the Winter Olympics.
1: I, I
2: care even less about that.
1: Where's the Winter Olympics? Dude, we oh, just
2: Qatar? told you about... I don't know. We just told you about downhill skiing, or cross-country skiing with sniper rifles, and you just say you don't care about the Winter Olympics?
1: I will watch the U.S. Olympic hockey lose to Canada like they do every year. But that's it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just a matter of if they make it to the finals or not because, like, sometimes they get bumped out by, like, fucking Sweden or Switzerland or some shit.
1: Let's, like... Well now, so okay, so not only is it the Olympics, but now I'm supposed to care about the women's World Cup, right? Like, I can't keep track of all this.
0: I, I find that I'm more interested in worldwide competition than I am, like, individual competition within the I'm U.S. I'm way
1: more interested in like even smaller scale than that, like backyard brawls with Kimbo Slice. Those videos are way better than anything the Olympics has to offer.
0: So you're trying to get on a more local scale.
1: Yeah, like, you know what? The Olympics takes place every day on worldstar.com. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> how long do you think until Magic the Gathering is in the Olympics? Oh, my fucking gosh.
0: Zach would Probably be interested in
2: that. I'm going to be Magic Player Dutchman. of
0: the Year. Good luck, dude. Good luck. These people are building their decks and they're spending, like, thousands of dollars on an individual card.
2: Zach, do you have a Twitch channel yet to broadcast your magic events? No, but I should I should
1: Twitch stream, like... I don't even know what I do on the computer. That's all that interesting.
0: Chess. Have you started chess yet? Probably not. Chess.
2: Yeah, just Twitch stream you getting your ass kicked in chess.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess I could Twitch stream me watching... Dr. Fauci versus Rand Paul arguments, but I mean, I don't really see why I would care about that.
0: Twitch stream the uh, the Keith or Sutherland video on repeat.
1: <laughs> That's a great idea. Think I gonna have it bookmarked. It's <laughs> so
0: stupid. It's
1: oh. great. No, it, it is. It really is. Oh, I probably the greatest video on the internet.
0: Why don't you just, That's like, Twitch fact. stream yourself watching movies with commentary?
1: I could do that. Like then that? I'd get, like, taken down. <laughs> I mean,
0: like, what do you do when you watch movies that would get you taken down? Well, you can't, like, stream watching a movie. That's copyright infringement. I mean, if you put up for profit, sure. But if you're just doing it out of the kindness of your heart, yeah, you, sh- you should be good to go.
1: No, I'm sorry, Disney. I wasn't doing this to make money. It's just because I'm nice.
0: Isn't that the whole point? Like, it's only illegal if you're doing it for profit?
1: No, you don't have the right to broadcast that material.
0: Oh, I guess that's right. In order to broadcast to say, this, you have the NFL and ESPN's written consent.
2: Yeah, to say the copyright violation I received in college from Warner Brothers didn't really care that I wasn't sharing it for money.
0: <laughs> you got a written warning from Warner Brothers? Yeah. For what?
2: Well, I don't know if I can talk about this on the air, Chris. I'm, I'm. Wait, what's... hold up? On. Isn't one of the amendments though that I can't incriminate myself?
1: We'll just we'll as you, just as your corporate attorney, I, I advise you not to
2: not to go any further with this. I'll tell okay. you later. <laughs> okay. Oh I might gosh. have already I might have already said too much. You guys are crazy, dude. You definitely said too much. It's just a bit, dude. We're just. This is a comedy show. I'm just doing a bit. I didn't actually get one. I did.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. G- good thing like I don't like want to broadcast stuff, or else like maybe it happened to me. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how. <laughs>
1: If I'm going to do anything, I'm going to steal Chris's identity.
0: I don't understand. Like, my identity is not all that appealing. Like, I don't understand why you'd want to be me. If you're going to steal Open somebody's identity. a bunch like of credit
2: cards, credit cards that you just forget to pay. <laughs> that's Chris's guy. He's guy does even have credit cards that you could use. My credit isn't great. What is it? I don't see how that's I'm possible. You don't that have that any money. debt.
0: I do, too. Oh, right. I have student debt. I have medical
1: bills. I've got shit to pay off. Why would you pay medical bills like a moron?
0: So my credits, it gets better.
2: I don't think it's already fucked, man. You just ride the wave.
0: I mean, it's not like it's, it's not, it's, it's pretty bad. But like, it's not like. Is it the 300s? It's not in the toilet. It's not even possible
2: to get that low. 400 is in the 400s?
0: What's the lowest credit score you can have? Like 350, 400, 450? It's like
1: 480.
2: You can have a zero credit score,
1: I no mean, you can that's called that's, not having a credit
2: score, okay, fine, zero lowest. is it about five is it about five hundred Chris three
1: hundred
0: to five seventy nine is the lowest credit range, so you yeah. can have a three hundred are you in the lowest chris uh, yeah, I think so Oof. yikes that and that's hurts. why I,
1: that's why I gotta pay my bills. It's true. I'm sorry. If you pay your medical bills, you're just an idiot. Okay. What do you do, Zach? Like, <laughs> don't pay them. You just probably don't go to the fucking doctor. That's also true, because the doctor's is a scam.
0: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> people go to eight. People go to eight years of medical school because it's a fucking scam.
1: No, they go to eight years of medical school to get paid a hundred thousand dollars a year to be a part of a scam.
0: Oh, my fucking gosh. I don't. I don't get. I don't get your rationale behind that, but that's okay.
1: When have you gone to the doctors and they've told you everything's fine? Never, because they would put them out of business.
2: When I went to, I went a couple years ago for a physical and I was fine.
1: Yeah, but I bet it, they told you there's something that you should be working on. No. No, you're. <laughs> He's lying. like, you're fine. You're right, because you are getting ev- a kickback.
0: What do you mean they're get? They're getting a kickback for calling like people fat? Is that what you're saying?
1: I'm saying. That there's – from from a hospital's business perspective, yeah. there is no reason on the planet to tell people that they're healthy and they don't need to come back. That's the dumbest thing they could do.
2: But they did tell me that.
1: Well, you obviously are getting some kind of kickback from them or something.
2: Oh, I see. Paid sponsorship.
0: Everybody's got to be in on it for this conspiracy <laughs> just, to work.
1: Hey. I hope I you call know, it like, as I see it.
0: How many people you say are – in this conspiracy, like, there's millions of people in the United States that are probably involved in this scam, is what you're telling me.
1: All I'm saying...
0: Insurance companies, insurance. hospitals,
1: fucking... the Insurance all the companies are definitely a scam. Well, yeah. Well, it depends on the insurance. Look, Chris, all I'm saying is that... COVID came from a Chinese lab, masks don't work. There's no reason to go to the hospital ever. All right. This is all <laughs> I'm saying. My fucking God. What's the big deal?
0: to yeah. ice pick my head right now. Just
2: Chris so don't I can we
0: unlearn see. those words.
2: Don't Chris. We you saw
1: the spotlight. Chris, if you did that, then you were rushed to the hospital. You know what? You probably would have died of COVID, so it's fine.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Just continuing the scam.
0: Mm-hmm. If, if you had a nail in your hand, would you go to the doctor? No. What would you do? I've you got you my pull-
1: tetanus shot. What's the doctor going to do? Pull the nail out? Dress the wound?
2: But you how'd you don't get not that- I know how to do that? Hey, Zach, how'd you get that tetanus shot?
1: I was forced to go to the doctor's.
2: Oh, I see.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what was the last time you were at the doctor? Uh, a year ago.
0: If you if you've heard that Zach, in 30 years, had a lip full of dip and was reading QAnon tweets on Twitter, which is exactly what he was doing today, might I add. He had a couple <laughs> holes in that same t-shirt that he was wearing 30 years from now, maybe with a couple more stains. Would you be surprised?
2: No. <laughs> Not entirely. That's
1: actively what I was striving for. Because <laughs> you don't understand, in 30 years, I won't be on Twitter because I will have been long since banned. I'll be on Getter.
2: Getter? What's true? Which
1: is the, the social media platform that's, uh was started by President Trump.
2: Will you also be using your Candace Owens phone and a banding iPhone? Yeah, probably. Me
0: I mean, my next phone probably won't be an iPhone. you like a <laughs> Samsung or some Fucking shit.
2: cool guy over here.
0: Dude, I'm just like, I don't know. What's the what's the big what's the big idea? Like, why why are iPhones so cool?
2: Child um, labor. I'll tell you why, Chris. <laughs> Rachel's friend has like a Google Pixel. Yeah. In order to get the photos that she took this weekend of her and Rachel, she had to create a Dropbox file, put the pictures in the Dropbox file, and share them with us via our Gmail accounts because they can't just share pictures.
0: So basically what you're saying is that people need to have iPhones because everyone else has an iPhone.
2: Yeah, I guess. Just be a fucking sheep, man. Stop worrying about it. <laughs> That's fucking stupid.
0: Just... That's the worst excuse I've ever heard. You need to do it because everyone else is doing it,
2: dude. There are some things that are worth fighting back on, and there are other things that are just not worth it. Just go with the flow.
0: Oh, my gosh. Would you own a pair of Nikes?
2: I do own a pair of Nikes.
0: Okay, so clearly child labor is not the issue here. I just wanted to be sure. No, that I, I
1: said child labor is what was cool about it, not that it was that, a problem.
0: That's true. That is what it's Child
2: called. labor has never been an issue because child labor laws are honestly holding this country back, Chris. I think anyone over the <laughs> you're going you to, to die, die on that hill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take that to my – you can put that on my headstone if you want. Child labor laws are ruining the U.S. Not ruining us, just holding us back.
1: Holding us back, my bad.
2: Because there's Maybe a reason
1: that we're, like, 29th in the world in industry. It's because we don't, like, make children work. Oh, it's
0: – I mean, it's because we don't have manufacturing anymore.
1: Yeah, because we, we started getting soft. We told kids they didn't have to work. Oh, it's because we oh, outsourced okay. to places it, that – It's okay, Timmy, the 12-year-old. You don't have to go in the coal mine today. You should go read a book. Like, How many coal, coal mines do you think are in the U.S.? Like... At least 100.
0: They're coming back. <laughs> yeah. Coal mines, are made, they're bouncing back. This is their decade to rebound.
1: Do you not read the news, Chris? Trump has clean coal that he's going to give us, all right? It's fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's going to polish it. Make a fucking <laughs> it's clean diamond. clean coal. Diamonds are coal, right? So no. not just pressurized coal, isn't that what it is? I don't think it's pressurized coal. Pressurized carbon, my bad. There you go.
2: If there's anything I've learned in my life, Chris, it's that anything with alliteration is right. Clean colt. Yeah, fuck yeah. Of course it is. Big boner. Right? Yeah, absolutely. The biggest. (laughs) The biggest boner. (laughs)
0: Uh, Fair enough. I have no arguments against that. You must be right.
2: Now we're free to move on and talk Twilight.
0: Are we free? Like... Are we free to, to really talk Twilight, or can we, like, yeah. be free to not talk Twilight? Cause now,
2: like, no, now there's nothing holding us back. We're ready to go. Right. Well, it's, I guess we just got to start it off right at the top, Chris, don't we? With Number Twilight. One. Released in 2008. Based on a series of books by Stephanie Meyer. Directed by, uh, let's see, I don't actually remember. Oh, uh, Catherine Hardwick was the first was the director of twilight oh yes Catherine hardwick katherine hardwick
1: great filmmaker um,
2: let's see and so the main stars were really kristen stewart robert patson taylor lautner and i mean this just took the world by storm when it first came out
0: were you guys like really into the twilight thing <laughs> do you guys like well, read the books and everything
1: i read the first three
2: I have not read any of the books, but I do remember watching Twilight in high school. I don't remember which girlfriend I was trying to impress, but one of them.
0: So everybody, like, were all your girlfriends super into it? Was Rachel super into this in Autumn?
2: I think Rachel read the first three books.
1: I mean, I think anyone who was, like... Early to mid-teens in 2008 was, like, big in Twilight.
0: Can confidently say I was not part of that crew.
1: Well, you're not a teenage girl. Or you weren't a teenage girl. You're definitely not one now.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Um, That
1: That might be, like, the most important disclaimer, is that if there's anyone out here that, like, A, even listens to what we say, and B like, is a die-hard fan of these movies, like, it's probably safe to assume that we're gonna shit on all five of them, but it's important to know that we are not the demographic
2: for this movie. Oh, gosh, no. And we've
1: never been the demographic for this movie.
2: I could be the demographic, but I'm not the demographic. Mm-mm. No, Like,
1: sir. I... It's important to note Without movies like Twilight, you know, classic films like The Maze Runner and Divergent probably wouldn't exist. Because Twilight paved the way from turning young adult fiction into shitty movies.
2: Yeah, where would we be without Divergent and The Maze Runner? I mean, I would even throw The
1: Hunger Games in there, yeah. (laughs)
2: I think I'd rather watch the Hunger Games over Twilight again.
1: I don't know. They're the Twilight's hilarious, so I probably would watch these movies again.
0: It has the worst one of the worst screenplays
1: I've ever seen in my life. No no no, not just one. It has five of the worst screenplays I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <I know. laughs> five
0: top twenty worst screenplays all time. No questions. I would, asked.
1: I would like to go see Rewatch Attack of the Clones and see, like, some of the romance stuff and that with Anakin that always gets made fun of? Because, like,
2: I bet that this stuff is worse. I don't think so. They're, they're pretty on par. I think any, any day one, you could think one is worse than the other. They're both pretty bad.
0: The fact like, that they're even comparable, though. Like, that's what's so bad about this. Like, even if they are equal... They're both well, super bad.
2: Uh, so I guess where, Twi- where Twilight loses is that Attack of the Clones is not supposed to be about the romance, so it's like, okay, this is awful, but I get that this isn't exactly what it's supposed to be about, whereas in Twi- that is 100% what it's supposed to be about.
0: I just think it's ridiculous to have I get the love dynamic, and I think that, you know, generally, genuinely saying this, I think that's an interesting idea. But once you make it a teeny bopper type movie, it loses anything interesting about it. I mean... Like, the like, genuinely speaking, a vampire who is eternal trying to date a human... But, like, a, a vampire he, not... Even that, that like, basic
1: concept, I don't see what's that interesting about it. Like...
0: I, I think you have... If you have something that's, like, a vampire that doesn't want to be a vampire, but is, that's what makes it interesting, because they know the downsides of doing that, and they know that it's a forbidden romance because so, of that fact. So you,
1: what you just hit on is ultimately my problem with all five of these movies, is that never once... Do I feel like there's a downside to being a vampire?
2: Because there isn't. Yes, like, there is. What's the, the downside?
0: Immortality? That's never the downside able... to you? Yes, dude. You know what? It would suck to never be okay, able to die okay,
1: from... okay, let me rephrase. My problem is coming up with these things that are potentially problems for you becoming a vampire and then solving them in the lamest way possible.
2: Yeah, I don't really think... A lot of people would say that immortality is a downside.
0: I would. My gosh, I can't wait to get a little older.
2: I mean, I don't want to live forever. Well, it's because you're a nihilist, Chris. (laughs) You
1: don't want to extend your meaningless existence. Am
2: I a nihilist? You might be. Fuck, I got to do some reexamination. Well, what's insane? Well, what's kind of crazy is that. Kind of jumping ahead a little bit here, but. They talk about how, like, living forever is this huge curse or whatever, right? Because essentially, like, the people that you fall in love with will die and, you know, life has to go on. But everybody just finds a life partner that they just cling to. So then it's like, okay, immortality is nothing. Like, whatever. I got all my best buds. I got my, you know, my my hunk over here.
0: I want them to attack what it's like to be with somebody literally forever. Like, give us a... a... Give us a before trilogy, except of, like, being with somebody for 100 years, and then 250 years, and then 1,000 well,
1: years. That I would watch.
2: I thought of a funny comedy about a, a vampire couple going through a divorce after 1,000 years.
1: Marriage story, but with Bella and Edward.
2: Who gets to keep Renesmee? Now, okay, now, start going back around. I kind of, I kind of do agree with Chris. I can see how this could be an interesting dynamic to explore, but I guess ultimately the problem is that I just don't think Bella, Edward, or Jacob, or interest, are interesting characters at all.
1: Well, Bella is barely a character.
2: Yeah, she's like, the, a f- I don't even understand her. I don't understand how a person could be that awkward. And, like, some of it's, like, awkward in the fact that you can tell that she's trying to be awkward. And then that makes it even more awkward.
0: Was she That's like that the, in the, the books? Yes. Okay.
1: That's, like, the true grand statement of these movies is, that like... I maybe mean, like, besides Taylor Lautner, but... Like, Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson go on to be, like, fairly respectable at their craft... And, like, in all five of these movies, they're just fucking terrible.
0: I wouldn't say Edward is terrible.
1: <laughs> Are you serious? Like, it's this pretty ridiculous. Like, it's like, oh, Her smell, and then, like, gets up and, like, runs away from her. And yet that's somehow, like, she's drawn to that even more than she was before.
0: That I don't get. Like, I think it's, I think the flaw isn't of Robert Pattinson's betrayal, but of the character and the writing itself. Because no one could have pulled that off.
1: Why is your computer positioned as if you're every guy on chat roulette? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, dude. Okay, to be fair, the first one's the most tolerable out of all five.
2: Yes. Could agree, yeah.
1: And, like... There's the whole thing of, like, this is basically what is bringing it along, which is, okay, we have these vampires that, you know, everyone's fairly familiar with Vampire Lord and coming to these movies, so what are they going to do different, like, set up the world? And I guess that stuff I was fine with, but, like, the biggest problem with just Twilight as a standalone movie is... The conflict comes and goes so quickly. It's like we get an hour and 40 minutes into the movie and they're like, oh, wait, there needs to be a
2: conflict. Quickly introduce one and solve it. Done. Next movie. (laughs) That is my problem with all of these because they are seemingly about nothing. Like two hours seems to pass and I don't know, not much happens in between that. And yeah, around the hour and a half mark is when some sort of villain is introduced and dealt with in some way. And then it just gets back to Edward and Bella or Bella and Jacob. And it's like that's it's not like it's never like shit, dude, like Victoria tried to fucking kill me yesterday. No, it's just like right back into their love as if none of that had happened.
0: I was about to say they got over that like really quickly.
2: (laughs) It's like... (laughs) none of this stuff like phases them at all i have to say like
0: i understand it kind of from like a vampire because i don't know their world maybe people are trying to kill them all the fucking time because they're they're in constant conflict with the werewolves but like bella dude she's never experienced anything like this before in her life and all of a sudden she's been kidnapped okay. basically
2: and she seemingly doesn't care
0: yeah She's Here's, like, oh you have my mom I'm coming for you mom and then she gets there watch a vampire literally be torn limb from limb and burned as she's has fucking venom coursing through her veins which they explain is the most excruciating thing she gets back and she's just like thank you for saving me Edward <laughs> I love you
1: well no like this is so the end of Twilight is where we kind of move into the codependency phase of Bella and Edward in which she's like That was too dangerous. I can't be around you. And she's like, no, no, you can't leave. It's like, (laughs) relax. You've known the guy for how long? So, like, the whole treaty thing, right? They establish that they have to move around because if people start to question them. First of all, they all look fucking 30 and they're in high school. But whatever. And, like, (laughs) we get... They've been in this place long enough for them to have a treaty with werewolves, and so like, like what? How does that fucking work? If you have to keep moving around, but then you have this pack that apparently goes back for decades. But like, werewolves are your mortal enemy, and you're willingly choosing to live in a town that has them, even though we really don't. Since they're native, we we can safely assume that they wouldn't have werewolf packs in let's say fucking Florida. So like, why would you choose to live in Washington? since your whole thing about the sunlight and like you sparkle and that would give you away really only comes into play when it's convenient for the story and it isn't actually whenever there's sunlight so you could fucking live in florida in this world and like <laughs> my God.
0: the sparkling is the <laughs> stupidest thing
1: it's, it's almost like stephanie meyer sent her first draft of the book to a publisher and they're like this is good. Let's print it immediately. And they were like, well no, maybe we should think a little bit about this and like do some editing here. Like there's so much of it that's so just so clunky and mechanic and like is like no, this really should have been edited like quite a bit and more clear and thorough. Did she write the screenplay? I don't no. know. I don't think so.
2: No. It was the same person all five movies. I don't remember their name. I hope they're not working anymore. (sighs) (sighs) Well, Zach, now you got me curious. They actually wrote
1: Parasite. I hope they work at Starbucks. (laughs) No way,
0: dude. Are you kidding me? The amount of money they made off of doing five Twilight movies, there's no
1: way they work at
0: Starbucks. Oh,
1: she is credited as a writer. Uh, Melissa Rosen. Oh, yeah. The only other movie that she has written is Step
2: Up. Which is a pretty good
1: Wait, this also means that she hasn't written anything since Breaking
2: Dawn Part 2 came out. Well, that's not true, because she writes television television mostly. That's not a real job, so... Like, she was the creator and showrunner of Jessica Jones. Oh, how well is that doing? No, I've never seen it. But she was also a writer on Dexter. So. Well, the genius of that show probably isn't from her. So take that, Zach.
0: There's genius in that show.
1: Important to note, uh, Carter Burwell does the score for all these movies, and he's like the Coen Brothers like composer. So not that's not weird. Not for all of them, does he? A large chunk of them. Uh, no Country,
2: Fargo. No, no I mean like he drugs. did. He did all the movies. Oh, he did the score for all of the movies. Really? I thought Howard Shore did one of them. I don't think so. Yeah, Zach. New Moon was done by Alexandre Desplat. You can't prove that. I just looked it up. Yeah, music by Howard Shore for Eclipse.
1: Well, all right.
2: Where are you getting all your facts today? I'm not. I make them up. No 5 on 5 women's basketball. <laughs> no one no one, one ever.
0: No one is... ever dares to challenge his, his facts that he ever shits, so he just kind
1: of shits them out all the day. I'm going to start looking up your stuff
2: more. 90%
1: of what I say is a
2: lie. I believe in it now. How do you know that's not a lie? How do you know that exactly? <laughs>
1: We're catching on. No. Uh Twilight is important because it sets up the worst villain in movie history that will span the next three movies.
0: <laughs> which, which literally nothing will come of. Which literally nothing will come of. It's just <laughs> which is so infuriating. Cause they set it up. They set it up like very no, 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 not
1: just set it up. They drag it out extensively. Oh my gosh
2: which just goes to show you like they did not care about her at all it was like it literally feels like melissa rosenberg gets three quarters of a way through her script and someone's doing the read-through and was like wait a second wasn't there a villain named victoria who was like following them like oh is she just cut out of the script now and then she's like fuck i gotta put that in and then it's like it's a like, crash edit to get
1: it in again it's literally like they get the first draft, and they're like, "All right, let's go like
0: everything I, could have been over after the second one,
1: like no, no, no. everything you could end like Twilight is a complete story, <laughs> beginning to end. It's a shitty one, but it's complete, so like you can't,
2: there doesn't need to be sequels well, I think it didn't stephanie Meyer she, she just wrote Twilight, and then they were they got the copy and then said, "We want you to write sequels." Like,
1: yeah, well, it was like
2: she came super, up with.
1: It, it was it became it was a smash hit that they like really weren't expecting. So they were like, "Hey, just write more of these." Yeah. Okay. The movie, like
0: every single movie, could have been the end of it. Like Breaking Dawn Part One, could have been the end of the story.
1: Oh, Twilight! Absolutely, that was the biggest note that I had for that movie. This every- could have ended right here.
0: Every single one could have been the end of the series, but it wasn't. <laughs> but it wasn't. There was more.
2: Um I one thing that I that has always stuck with me about Twilight is Bella's clumsiness, which ultimately sort of just serves the ending so that When she tells her dad that she fell down two flights of stairs and crashed through a glass window, her dad goes, That does sound like you, Bella. Not going to question that. (laughs) That, Bella. Oh my gosh. Definitely don't think your new boyfriend's physically abusing you. You definitely fell down two flights of stairs.
1: I mean, he is old school, so he probably is. That's right, he's from the Spanish flu time.
2: A, I do wish that her dad was a bigger part of the story. Her dad's I mean, he's the best, the best part of the movies. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's the best part. And, and it's kind of too bad that they just sort of, I don't know, br- to bring him in when, like, you need to explain something. But then it's kind of, they feel like, I don't know if the audience is going to buy that. But if Charlie buys it, then I guess they can buy it. That's sort well, of I don't what get... he's used for. He's the, he's he's the, the real sheriff. guy. He's the sheriff of this town that has
1: deep native history of werewolves, and he just knows nothing. Like he knows, he knows literally nothing.
0: And he's like best friends with every with the single head
1: one. of all of them.
0: With like <laughs> every, with every single one, and he knows literally nothing.
2: This guy's a fucking goof.
0: He goes on fishing trips with them. He has play fights in the middle of the street with them while their daughter is meeting the fucking Jake Taylor Lautner and shit.
1: Yeah, I'm mean, gonna say it's it's really not cool to, like that he tries to beat up handicap people, like that's not cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. Hashtag canceled Charlie Swans.
2: Uh, not, big, stupid. not a big fan of Jacob's hair in Twilight. No, uh, I'm not
1: a big fan of Jacob, like, period. I, I don't care about
0: him. I, I genuinely I don't care about Jacob. I don't care about their relationship. Edward is a piece of shit.
1: I don't get why he's, he's not. Like, what does he do? Dude, literally, when she, when
0: I saw you save me, what did you do? I don't know. I was standing like right next to you the whole time. I didn't run super fast to stop the truck. I don't know what you're talking about, Bella. He's fucking gaslighting the shit out of her.
1: Okay, it's... but like it's not he's not like doing it because like he thinks he's she's just some dumb woman. Like he doesn't want her to know that he's a fucking vampire. Like Yes, that's a little I bit different understand. than
0: gaslighting yeah, get, someone. Get, get,
2: get real for we, a second. We know. She knows. Yes, and I, I don't understand how he could play it off like I, I appreciate a hot take. But this just stop right now. No! Is, no, is
1: gaslighting, like, a word you learned today? Because you've been using it a lot.
0: <laughs> That's, like, the second, third time I brought it up. If anything, you should be commenting on my, my fucking... I'm spitballing here, but you're not.
2: That seems like one of your phrases.
0: Yeah, it is.
2: I just don't get why Bella's so into Edward. It's not like he really does anything... To suggest that he should be this like person you should fall in love with, it's like honestly, it's super shallow if you think about it.
1: This is what this is what I don't understand. Truly, like, okay, we're vampires in a small town. We got to keep a low profile, but yet we're going to be adopted brothers and sisters that fuck each other, and everyone knows, <laughs> and that's keeping a low profile. <laughs> That's insane
0: to me. I want. I wanted to like. I want to watch this movie again, and I want to have one of those like pitch count clickers. Do you
1: really? Yeah. Do you actually
0: want to watch this movie again? I want to. Oh, I want to watch it one more time and have a pitch count clicker, and I want to count every single time I saw a vamp, vampire do one of those stares where they like tilt their head down and look up. Because every single person in that movie who was a vampire did that at
2: least once, except for Carlisle.
1: I think Carlisle is probably my favorite vampire.
2: Yeah, dude, Carlisle is the man. I like Carlisle, and I like Alice.
1: Except Carlisle is kind of a dickhead when you think about it. Like, He took all these people that were like just going to die, and then he was like, you know what? I should curse you with eternal life. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I, think they, I think they kind of bring that up though later on. At least Edward Wait. does.
1: W- you never hear it from him. Like, what is his reasoning for turning these people? If it's such a curse, why would you do it?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that does it does not say.
1: Like,
0: he's a doctor. He's had to come in contact with like thousands, if not millions, because he's been alive for centuries. Thousands, if not, you well, understand. He's been alive for thousands if not millions of years, and he's come in contact with thousands if not millions of people who were dying. What about these seven, or however many there are, made you want to keep them alive?
2: Well, Okay, so there's one thing. You're talking about touching millions of people because he's been a doctor. One of the big giveaways for Bella that Edward is a vampire is his cold, icy hands. Yes. Carlisle's a doctor. He's examining people all the time. No one's ever felt his cold hands before and, like, thought something was suspicious about that.
0: He spends a lot of money on hand warmers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, every time he's like, goes to see someone, he just quickly, like, shoves his hands in his pockets real quick, warms them up, and...
0: He's just like, okay, come on, Carlisle. Come on, Carlisle. You got this. <laughs> he just rubs his hand together before every single person to create friction
1: i mean the baseball scene is pretty good it's yeah,
2: just e- it's just as equally ridiculous as everything else in the movie so
1: it just it literally just proves my point that they should let steroids into the mlb like this is these are the kinds of games you could get all the time
2: foot just... dingers <laughs>
0: They bring up something in that whole that whole uh, sequence where they're like, Edward's, like, really fast, and they make a big deal about it, but they never use it throughout the entire series ever again. Like, it's exceptional speed.
2: He races Bell up the mountain in Eclipse, doesn't he?
0: Yeah. I guess, but, like, nobody nobody's, like cares about the outcome of that.
2: But this is, okay, so throughout
1: the baseball game, the three vampires gum. The wind blows. He smells that she's human. He's like, alright. You brought a snack. And then like, why well, couldn't he be like, hey, no, no, no. Like, she's with us. It's cool. And then like, he's he just acts like a rational person and is like, oh, okay. There's 3,000 people in this town. I don't have to kill this one. But then they're like, he's like, Nope, I have to kill her. Like, like his motivation, I do not understand, even remotely.
2: Do you think it has to do, maybe, with the violation of vampire code? <clears throat> like, no one's no. supposed to know that you're a vampire, so if she were to spill the beans, like, that would be bad? I don't think he, he's a fucking grifter, he doesn't give a shit. And if she went around
0: town and was just like, "The Cullens are vampires," the Cullens are vampires. Like, how many people would realistically believe them? Because fucking Carlisle is a is a is a upstanding, reputable citizen of the community, and everybody knows him. Who are they going to believe, her or Carlisle?
2: That's true. I would believe Carlisle. He drives a Jeep Rubicon.
0: You're right. He drives a Jeep Rubicon. He's just a very reputable
2: person. Yeah. Well, compared to the fucking blacks just driving around in dirt bikes. A
1: little swamp broke ass bitch.
2: Yeah, Poverty much? Jeez.
0: <laughs> My headphones <laughs> unplugged. We got to a weird place really quickly. <laughs>
1: I don't know. That's pretty much all I have
2: about the first one. Well, yeah. Well, I guess one thing that can trickle trickle into New Moon here. Um, New Moon came out. Oh, do you want to give star ratings for each of these? I think that one's a three. Chris, what would you give Twilight? Two and a half. uh, I'm probably a two and a half too
0: keep in mind that this is the best one
2: okay true so new moon came out in 2009 it was directed by chris whites who had directed american pie um
0: what the fuck see. happened in his career <laughs> yeah.
2: And uh, let's see, so uh, essentially New Moon is a retelling of Twilight. You just substitute Edward for Jacob. But New Moon of all of them is really the one that I feel like it has is the least is the one that least needs to exist. Because I don't I get I still don't get why Edward feels he needs to leave.
0: The the I disagree with that statement. Um, fucking Eclipse part one or some shit
2: Breaking Dawn part one? Breaking Dawn part one is the one that needs to least exist okay well sure that needs a, that, that can just be one movie but I just mean of all of them this one is, feels like the most filler of any of them
0: yeah, that's fair it's just creating establishing a dynamic between werewolves like this if this was a standalone like just vampires and no werewolves i would have been completely okay
2: well like cuz like i said like i don't get why edward needs to leave like
0: it <laughs> Alyssa's so insulted she looks at me and she goes what
2: <laughs> about what
0: comment about oh, the, the best part there's no there doesn't need werewolves
2: yes it does i just oh, say it was have huge like fan. No, I'm fine with it having vampire, I'm with werewolves.
0: I'm a huge fan.
2: I just... She's a I big fan. Loves I also love shitty,
1: squeegee wolves. Is it time for me to
0: bring up the fact?
2: Ugh.
0: Alyssa had a Taylor Lautner poster okay. from Twilight on her oh, ceiling above her bed. Boy. We've, We've
2: got some bias. I was in, like, seventh grade.
0: Yeah, this was seventh grade, Alyssa. She was a big werewolf fan. <laughs> Throughout every... We were watching all these movies together just about and every single time Jacob turned into a wolf, she was just always go like, Ugh, I just wish I had a boyfriend that could turn into a huge wolf. <laughs> that was more? super hot when he stopped <laughs> it's out of it.
1: Look, Alyssa, I these movies came out when I was in seventh grade too, but I wasn't jerking off Taylor Lautner.
0: <laughs> Zach said that these movies came out when he was in seventh grade too, but he wasn't jerking off to Taylor Lautner. I was not jerking off to
2: Taylor Lautner. I was in seventh grade, and I'm a girl. I didn't even know what that was. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like is <Sure. we> <laughs> short. Yeah. <laughs> I also I hadn't thinking, heard. I, feel I
0: like also these hadn't
2: heard of for boys. Huh? I feel like these movies are not meant for boys. It's
1: a girl. Oh, that's movie. awfully sexist of you sexist of you. Wow, not sexist exactly at all. It's a
2: middle school girl movie.
0: They're saying that's not very progressive of you.
2: Okay, ask ask Alyssa if she thinks that Bella's is a role model. Do you think Bella is a role model? No, dude. Not at all. No!
1: So this is I a terrible
2: movie not. for girls, then.
1: Hold on hold one second. First, ask her, ask her if she thinks her opinion is valid since she's a cisgendered female.
0: What, what do you want me to ask her?
1: If she if her opinion is actually valid, since she's just a cisgendered female.
0: <laughs> no, dude. I'm not going down that <laughs> rabbit hole. No freaking way. I
1: was just saying, this is a progressive podcast.
0: As the coming from the guy who said that child labor is holding this country back. I said that. that I said that. I, did. Hey, you can, I right. just agreed. My okay, based off of what you're saying, when you said... <laughs> Child labor is the best part of Apple. Would you disagree with that statement? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my fucking
2: gosh. I'm
0: going to go pee real quick.
2: But anyways, back to New Moon. I don't – I still don't get why – I I don't see how the birthday party is enough to make Edward decide that he needs to leave, especially given what Bella went through at the end of Twilight.
1: That's my favorite part of the whole movie, is like, hey, that's the most aggressive paper cut I've ever seen.
2: (laughs) Uh paper cut. she's
1: just like, she's literally just gushing blood down her arm, and she's just like, oops.
2: (laughs) That paper cut.
1: And then like, okay. Edward thinks the solution to that is to throw her into a glass table. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Where she's just now she's just cut all this shit and just bleeding everywhere. <laughs> but then it even worse because it's like so she doesn't see that as like a, man I should really stay away from these people because one little slip up and they could like they could kill me. She's like, this is why I need to be one of you. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just...
2: It's kind what her argument's like. See if you just would turn me into a vampire, this wouldn't be a problem.
1: This is Codependency the movie.
2: Yeah, I loved and your Letterboxd reviews for these.
1: And then, like, Edward leaves, and she starts having these, like, these rape roleplay fantasies, where it's like, if I can put myself into danger,
2: Edward will come back to me. And like, oh my gosh! Yeah, I love that she becomes an adrenaline junkie. Like she wants to go see the movie Face Punch. Who doesn't, man? Yeah, Ooh. guns, adrenaline. I'm into
0: that now. That's the most Who realistic like- part of this entire movie. Is wanting to go see the movie A Face Rape Punch. Role play. No, <laughs> dude, I'm just saying, like, wanting to go see a movie called Face Punch is completely plausible. Like,
1: I, would, like I understand I That's the worst that. title for a movie ever. I don't know, dude.
2: Love spelled backwards is love.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst movie title. That's pretty good. That's a good one.
0: Yeah. You write that screenplay, Zach. I'll, I'll read it.
1: I'm still working on Ku Klux Klop, I don't have time to take on another one. <laughs> you
2: are still working on that, dude. That practically writes itself.
0: That is that screenplay name? I, no. Ku Klux I can't Klop. This. <laughs>
1: what the fuck? <laughs> it's a million dollar idea. Good
0: name. <laughs> it's not. It's not about a racist cop, right? <laughs> no, it is. What? What else could it possibly be I thought it was about a cop that infiltrates the Ku Klux Klan, like in Bad Boys 2. No, it's
1: about a racist cop.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, I kind of. It's
1: a the cop is a it's a slasher movie with the Ku Klux cop is the bad guy. He tries to kill a bunch of black people.
0: I thought it was like a a black Klansman type situation.
1: No, Chris, it's called satire. Ever heard of it? Fucking gosh, I've been laughing at the wrong thing this
2: entire fucking time. I'm a visionary.
1: (laughs)
0: <laughs> gosh, you, guys, you Searles brothers just tooting your own horn today. My gosh.
2: Hey, when you got a golden idea, man, you can't let someone else shoot it down. Oh, no, that's
1: fair. Chris we would make at least $12.
2: Chris, it's better to create and be criticized than to criticize and not create.
0: I disagree. As someone who criticizes and not creates, I get a very big amount of enjoyment from it. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you leave Yelp reviews, don't you? <laughs> I don't, but I will. Can you leave Yelp reviews about podcasts?
2: No, I bet you can leave reviews yeah. about podcasts on the podcast. I'll fucking do it. Page,
0: it'll, it'll be it'll be like my own page, like my personal like Chris page, and then I'll just write on there like this podcast fucking sucks. It's the worst podcast I've ever listened to in my entire life.
1: Yeah, but Chris is a big fan of like stereotyping and marginalizing, so like it would make sense. <laughs> he just criticizes. What
0: I you mean I'm a big fan of stereotyping and
1: marginalizing? I mean, that's all you do. You just make mass generalizations about things.
2: Is that true? I don't think so.
1: No. Is that true? To say. 90% of what I say is a lie. Again, I still don't know if that's the, if that's Yeah, after
2: this guy's track record tonight, you're really going to believe anything he says? That's fair. Believe How do what I even... say
1: about what you say?
2: I don't even believe his three-star rating of Twilight. It's probably higher than that, honestly. I don't.
0: <laughs> he was just hiding. his his guilty pleasure. Secretly loves it.
2: <laughs> but anyway, so now you got New Moon. Now you got um, Bella falling for Jacob now. Now, do you think that she's actually, like, falling for him? Like, do you think it's, like, a friendship thing? Do you actually think she just won't admit it? Is Jacob right all along?
0: I think it's a I think it's feelings that are as intense of feelings she feels for Edward, but not in the same way. I don't Ooh. think she falls in love with Jacob. I think it's a different kind of love.
2: Mmm. One of those classic mm.
0: But Jacob can't take it. And he decides to be abusive.
2: No, of course he can't take it. Look at the guy. Stop! (laughs) Know what you're doing.
1: She fucking hates this. Is this the movie where we're introduced (laughs) to Scarface, or is that the next one?
2: (laughs) What do you mean, Scarface? Oh, the Um, woman with the scars? Yeah. I can't remember. (laughs) Uh... Well, when does Bella find out about? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Which one does Bella find out about werewolves? That's the one. This is the second one. Yeah. This is the first
0: movie where you see Jacob shirtless.
1: Well, he's not really in the first one.
0: Or the second. No, this is the first one. Like the second one is the first one.
2: Oh yeah, a lot of shirtless Jacob in this one.
0: A lot of shirtless Jacob, period. A lot of shirtless were- wolves in this one. I don't know you don't really get shirtless vampires.
2: It's probably because their physiques aren't as good. But do you ever think it's like kind of ridiculous that they 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 have enough wherewithal to shed the shirt but not the pants? So they're always just constantly ripping pants. I've, i literally I commented just walk on that. I nude all the time.
0: I asked, like, how much money do you think these guys spend on, like, jorts? Because I swear, like, <laughs> it's like 99% of what they're wearing is, like, jorts and, like, khaki shorts.
1: I mean, they probably have an Old Navy gift card, uh Old Navy credit card they forget to pay.
2: <laughs> like, how is that not, con- like, conspicuous? Like, these guys are going into thrift stores all the time or wherever the the, the, the clerks aren't, like what are you guys doing to your pants? Why do you buy so many pants here? Are they funded Why you wear by your like, shirt?
0: Are they funded by the tribe? Or are they, like, self-financially... funded? Yeah, are they funded? Like... Because what I'm saying is, like, that pad... Are like, like they cool the
1: werewolf lobbyists?
0: Yes. They, like, they get their money... Because, like... I want to know, like, how are they getting their financial support? Like, wh- how are they able to remain a stable entity to protect? Because, like, protecting the an area, apparently, from vampires is a full-time job.
1: So. Well, there's when you have bloodsuckers like the Cullens around. Not even just the Collins, dude. Like, fucking the, 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 the
0: trio there from the first one. They just waltzed right in. Okay, here's another question for you.
1: So... Where vampires being around triggers the gene in your blood but the Cullens have been around for years and now they're they're just starting to turn now shouldn't in theory there be like a whole like host of werewolves that have been turned recently since the Cullens showed up
0: I guess it depends on how long the Cullens have been there because like they come and they go and they come and they go
1: I mean they've been there long enough for everyone at the school to know who they are
0: which could Do happen that. in, like, three months.
2: But Yeah, but they're, like, fucking hot, so everybody's going to know who they are super fast.
1: And they all but look like, 35. When when they leave is when the gene gets triggered for all these people.
2: When they leave?
1: When the Collins leave is when they all start turning into werewolves, but yet they only turn into werewolves when there's vampires nearby.
2: Oh, I guess I never even picked up on that. Do they all leave? I don't know if that's clear. Edward leaves. They all do. do they yeah, really?
0: they all do. Alice comes back, but they all they all leave in the second one.
2: <clears throat> but then they all just decide to come back in the third? Yeah. Well, yeah, because Edward's
1: fine now. He's not oh, suicidal.
2: I see. I see. Okay, I'm with you.
1: He's not listening to My Chemical Romance slitting his wrists in Italy anymore. We don't know that.
2: Well, he was at the beginning, not at the end of it. What are you doing?
0: Clearing the seat next to me so Alyssa can come sit. Oh.
2: So this this is
1: the introduction to the Volturi, which I think is somewhat interesting, if entirely
2: misused. Oh, completely underutilized. See, I thought, I thought that's what this was going to turn into. Like, this sort of, like, the Underworld. rules yeah this under like underworld like the rules of vampire society and like how bella complicates it and they sort of have to like tiptoe around them but like but these really these movies really are just about the love triangle and everything else is secondary
0: until you get to the until you get to breaking dawn correct until jacob wants to fuck a baby
2: correct Well, I guess that's what's like. I think you mean R. Kelly, fucking groomer. I wish, like, I wish they just committed to that and didn't really feel the need for to have like a villain or like some conflict that they're trying to fight because it's done so poorly and so flat, like, so sloppy. Um. Like what, like, what, Victoria's on screen for maybe three minutes of this runtime? Maybe? Sure, let's call it that. Like, I don't, I don't, like, I don't really see what the point is of, well, for one, it doesn't even seem like it's that big of a threat, because nobody really ever seems to care about it until, you know, they want you to start thinking about it. And there, and even when she's around, there doesn't seem to be any sort of psychological repercussions. Like nobody's living in fear that Victoria could come back. It's just like life's hunky dory. So I don't understand why they don't just drop it. I don't know. Um, oh, you get Edward Visions in this one.
0: Yeah. Edward Visions?
2: Yeah. What does that mean? Like when Edward appears to Bella, warning her not to do dangerous things.
0: Oh my gosh, this is all just a projection of herself. Like, it wasn't, like,
2: any hidden vampire stuff, was it? I got the impression that it was him projecting to her.
0: I thought it was just, like, strictly Bella and what... She would want Edward to say, but he never actually says. That was what I assumed from it.
2: Well, there's yes. the scene. Well, there's the scene where Bella cross paths with the nomad vampire, mm-hmm. and he like appears and he's like lie to her, like lie to him, or whatever. I guess that's true. I mean, that would. It, do you remember that book part in the book,
0: Zach? Or no, Which you read one? the first thing. The the part where like Bella's having those hallucinations of Edward.
2: Yeah. Is it him
0: projecting?
1: I don't think they say. No. Okay. Oh, yeah, I so. don't think so.
0: When they're having the hallucinations in the second one, or Bella is, is that like Edward doing something, or is that completely on Bella? Or is it Bella's doing, like in her head?
1: Um. I feel like there's something else weird with it, but I can't really remember.
2: Hmm. So Jerry's out. I don't
1: know what
0: I'm doing.
2: I thought it was in projecting, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. Oh, I can tell you that I don't care. Um, so the Volturi, as sure. Zach mentioned, introduced in this one. So first, the people that are supposed to hold the law of the land, they seem to be pretty flimsy on what they allow to go by. Because, like, in theory, right, like, they should die for, like, keeping, like, for letting Bella know that, that she's, like, that they, by letting Bella know their secret for so long?
1: Yeah, but Alice kind of explains that away by saying that she's going to be turned soon. She's seen a vision of it. That makes it okay? Apparently. I don't, I'm not the fucking Volturi. I'm not Martin Sheen.
0: Martin Sheen? Is that the guy's name?
2: Yeah, yeah that's... that's Michael Sheen?
0: Whatever his name is. So, isn't Martin Sheen, like, the guy from West Wing?
2: I, I don't know. They're both Sheens. I don't remember who is who. You have Dakota Fanning in there, too.
0: She's the worst, or... I would say that she's the best at portraying her character, but she her character is the worst. Like, I hate her. She's the only hey per- only villain I hated in this movie.
1: She's not even a villain. She's got a job to do.
0: You kidding me? Her whole shtick is that she likes to cause pain. Who doesn't? Say quite a few people.
2: But yeah, I don't have much to say about New Moon. I think it's probably the, the most boring in the least, honestly, the least amount happens. Agreed. I'd say I'd give it a
0: 1.5. That's fair. I agree.
1: I'm
0: going
2: to go 1.5. 1.5? No, 1.5. Okay. okay. 1. So, Eclipse, released in 2010. We're not even halfway through these. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This one's directed by David Slade. And so here we've got... What the hell happens in this one? The Vampire Army. That's right, yes. So here we've got... um,
0: when Veronica comes back, right? And she's a completely different woman.
2: How could you get this It's Victoria Chris. Victoria, my bad. Played by Dallas Rice
1: Howard.
0: Chris. What? Sound like Pac Man if you were to talk.
2: So I think this one, Eclipse, could have the most potential out of all of them, solely because like you truly get the love triangle in full effect. Where like because they're Jacob and Edward are both around, like there could really be some chance for some conflict here. And I think there kind of there kind of is to a degree. Whoa 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 whoa. What? We missed
1: the dramatic ending to New Moon, which is Marry Me, cut to black.
2: I thought that was Eclipse that that happened.
1: No, at the end of Eclipse, we're going to have to tell Charlie about
2: the wedding. Ha ha ha. Oh shit, no, you're totally right. Of course I'm right. And that was quite the cliffhanger.
1: Or like Cliff Diver, am I right, Chris? Bella jumping off cliffs.
0: Yeah, because she's such a fucking rebel.
1: Fucking rebel at a cause, cliff
2: diving. One thing that I like about, or, I don't know if I like it or not, but how not subtle it is that, like, Bella being turned into a vampire is essentially analogous for losing her virginity. Chris. Mm-hmm. Come on, you know she wants to get fucked so hard. Oh, does she? Oh, does she? <laughs> These movies are full
1: of Bella having unwanted advances I couldn't on tell. Edward. And him being like, save it for marriage, please.
2: She's, just trying, to corrupt him. she's trying to steal his vampire seed. That's definitely Stephanie Myers pushing an agenda because of that she's Mormon. She's. She knows. She knows all about saving it.
1: Well, I mean, this is arguably like the most cringeworthy movie with Bella, Jacob, and Edward. Yes. Where you're... you know Chris's word of the day: gaslighting, with Jacob, uh, her constant emotional manipulation and abuse of these two men. Who did nothing to deserve this except fall in love with <laughs> the most boring woman on the planet. Like, there's literally, like, a vampire army coming to your town to destroy you. And you're like, you're like, you got, being with me would be as easy as breathing. It's like, that, that's what's important right now? Like, for fuck's sake. Also,
2: that's gonna win the girl.
1: That line. Hey, he just had his whole body broken, right? Give him some cut him some slack.
2: <laughs> Fair.
1: Uh, now, this one's like it's the second most tolerable. It's not like I, I like kind of some of the backstory for some of the columns that we find out.
0: It was just too much of that for me. Like, don't get me wrong, I think they're they're
1: interesting stories.
2: See, like...
0: I am not interested in these characters.
2: (laughs) I feel like a lot of what happens in this movie... Or, sorry, a lot of what happened in New Moon could have happened in Eclipse, and it would have made it way more interesting. Because in New Moon, Edward just disappears. So in reality, I, I guess it kind of makes sense that, like, Bella would, like, might go explore another option. But if Edward were around, it would be that much more, like, tension and that much more, like, drama, like, if she's trying to get to know Jacob while she's clearly with Edward.
0: Yeah, like, but there has that
2: to be something make...
1: to, like, push her towards Jacob, you know what I'm saying? Well,
2: they're, they're also, like,
1: the ultimate simps. Like, <laughs> all they do is just simp for this girl who sucks. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's not really much three-dimensionality
2: to who she is as a person.
1: She's a player. Hashtag cancel Bella Swan.
2: Well, she only wants to date Edward because he's super rich.
1: She only wants... Yeah, who wants the fucking poor boy that lives in the shack? Can't even afford a shirt. Like, if the
2: rules were reversed. (laughs) Can't even afford a shirt. Yeah. I mean, but, for real, if Jacob's the one driving the BMW and Edward's the one on the dirt bike, there's just no way she's going for
0: Edward. Oh, don't worry. Alyssa pointed this out multiple times. Edward drives a Volvo. Oh,
2: Volvo, excuse a, me. A really nice yeah, Volvo. But if,
1: but if Jacob had the, you know, wasn't poor, Bella would be hanging out with old Scarface while the wolves go out and chase the vampires around. Like, would be happy <laughs> times.
0: I see. That's the thing. Is that like I get Edward's connection to Bella, but I don't understand I don't. why Jacob wants Bella so much. Well, like because they 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 played together when they were kids. Like I don't I don't get it.
1: Here's what I don't understand: this whole imprinting thing, right? So you're saying that like let's say I, let's say Chris imprints on Alyssa, right? That's why they're together. Yeah. Alissa has no fucking say in this. Like,
2: nope. You know, he has
1: true. the most devout love in the world for her, so it just has to go both ways. Like, what if, what if, like, he imprints on her, and it's just like, yeah, but like, I'm not interested. I'm sorry. Like, can't do it. Why? Why does she like immediately have to be like, oh, well, I feel the well, same no. way now.
2: I think you can only imprint if that person would reciprocate. I don't think that's established. I think it's implied though. I think it's what it's getting at. It's a teen, <laughs> like it's a teen romance movie. It's a simply stand in for like love at first sight essentially. But
1: wouldn't that be interesting if like instead of Jacob wanting to fuck babies, is that he imprints on Bella and it's just not reciprocal? Like she doesn't feel the same way. She feels this way about Edward. It would at least explain his compulsion to just be like. Dude, just fucking give it up. And, like, he can't because he's imprinted on her. It would have been I mean, really
0: interesting if, like, if interesting. he imprinted on the unborn fetus.
2: Just claimed I mean, him.
0: I he does, basically. No, he does. He, once the baby is put out, like, he imprints on it. But, like, if he was imprinted they, on they the fucking... unborn fetus, and he mistook that for imprinting on Bella, and was just like, you can't fucking do this. Like, then I would get the intensity towards Bella.
1: So it's like... It's it explained away so easily with, like, oh, it wasn't you that I was drawn to at all. It's that I knew one day you'd have this baby that I wanted to put my dick in, and so I had to be near you. And, like, that's how it, it's all explained.
0: In all fairness, I have talked to Alyssa, and she has said that it's explained completely different in the books.
2: What's the book say?
0: What do, what do the books say about imprinting, Alyssa? Like, it
1: doesn't specifically say that, like, He's in love with her. Like, when you imprint on somebody, it can be somebody that you, like, you don't want to,
0: like, fuck them. Yeah, she's not saying it's about, like, sexual love. It's just about, like,
1: human I connection. I saw the look in his eyes. It was full of lust.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you want to know. <laughs> I feel like this isn't fair, because I can't hear
0: I don't think you want to know what Zach's saying about Jake wanted
1: to... So unplug things. your headphones. Let her join the conversation. I've,
0: I've tried. I'm trying to unplug my headphones and get it to play through the speakers in my laptop, but it's not working. Bummer, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. You don't have earbuds? That's... You guys can share one? Did you make it weird? No.
0: So. no. Yeah, Aly- Alyssa does agree that they make it weird in the movie.
1: Well, it's really weird.
0: Oh, I'm gonna try and unplug it for a second and try
2: something new. Hold on. Um, you get the great, you do get the great scene in this one though of uh, Bella, Jacob, and Edward in the tent. Oh yeah, it's a great scene. Where uh. Jacob gets to warm bella with his naked body. It's kinda of symbolic.
1: It takes place in a tent, he's pitching a tent.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Why do you think it took place in a tent? It is kinda of weird how much he's enjoying it. <laughs> Especially like My when his favorite little- scene
1: of like the whole movie is when it's like, Alright, Jasper, you have this insider knowledge on how to defeat these newborns. And then, like, the advice that he has is just, like, very generic.
2: (laughs) Don't make, don't go for the obvious kill. Never turn your back on your enemy.
1: Yeah, that applies to every (laughs) scenario in which you have an enemy.
2: Like, why is it newborn specifically? (laughs) I think the only good advice that he gives is don't let them, don't let them get a hold of you. Don't let them bear hug you. But the the showdown with Victoria does seem completely obligatory. And I think it's only really an effort to get more people in to the movies to, to just bump up ticket sales. Like, it's like if you you got an action sequence and, like, maybe a guy will come on a date with his girlfriend and there's something for him. Well, I just
1: – what I don't get is, like, why – are any of these, like... You know, they could establish something where, like, the person who turns you, like, you have some kind of weird connection with them, and you feel, like, almost like, like, a master kind of relationship. But other than, like, that, I don't understand why any of them would agree to, like, yeah, you know what? Let's go fight vampires. That sounds cool. Like, <laughs> well, no, yeah, yeah, why well, would any of them agree to
2: do this? Well, it's kind of bizarre how, like, at the end... Like, this guy's following Victoria. Like, literally put an entire army together for her. And all it takes is Edward talking him out of it. Like, convincing him that Victoria's the bad one. Like, like in a second.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't He's work. He's kind of a
2: loser. It just, all just feels so obligatory. That's why it's just like, just do the love triangle thing. Like, I know that's what you want to do. It's just like... Like, I, I, I like this,
1: the idea of, like, well, they're they're newly turned, so they're going to be stronger and faster than all of us. I mean, okay, that's kind of cool. But then it's like, wait a second, like, why would they come, like, that's what I, I just, I really just don't get it. Like, he, it, there's scene after, like, scene of him having, like, a hard time controlling them, but yet magically, like, when they need to come together to fight, they're like... Oh, we're going to listen to what this dude has to say. Obviously, he knows what's going on. And, like, you've disobeyed him for months now.
2: And you're like, now's the time. We'll follow him now. Well, it's, like, it's kind of like in the longest yard, right? It's a gang of misfits that can't work together within the big game. They fucking beat the guards, man. But they don't beat the guards because the colors all live. <laughs> okay, fair. I am surprised we can talk about this a little bit more when we get to breaking dawn but I'm surprised that none of the characters die
0: in that fight
2: just in general I mean definitely save that because
1: that is a that is a big breaking dawn discussion I'll also I'll, I'll hold
2: on to it but it's it's crazy just how preciously these characters are treated some of them you barely even
0: know. Like, that's what's crazy to me about this is that, like, sure, you get backstory on, like, the person who's training them and I think one other person. But, like, throughout the movie, you know nothing about Everett throughout any of the movies.
1: Well, obviously because his name's <laughs> Emmett. So you even know whatever. what his name is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I don't, I know, like,
0: I don't you know, know shit about Everett. Yeah. <laughs> You know nothing about Emmett, because, like, throughout the entire movie, you get nothing explained to you about who he is and where he came from. But you get backstory on every single other person. Do you get backstory on Alice? No.
2: No. That's true. Where'd they save save Emmett at a frat party? I mean, fuck.
0: You want to live forever? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Turn me now, bitch.
1: They definitely found Alice at like an Florence and the Machine concert.
2: Um, <laughs> she was overposting on something. Best the thing,
0: best thing to come out of this movie is the, the Bonnie Bear original
2: song. Mm, oh, I that's a new moon. It is a new moon. I do like I that I thought song. that was the second one. It is new moon, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like the Bonnie Bear song, you're right. Best How did, did that kind of work?
1: Music. How did they get him to be like, yeah, I'll do an original song?
2: Cash,
0: dude. I was going to say money, Cash. dude. <laughs> guy, guy was living in a shack in Wisconsin at this point. They paid him money to get get an original
2: piece. Well, that's couple- like
1: fucking Jacob, so obviously he's not going to get the girl.
2: He needed a couple of mil to finish his album, so. If anything,
1: like, these movies and, like, Fifty Shades of Grey... Just reinstate what we all know about love. Like, it's all about how much money you have. It doesn't have anything to do with feelings and emotions. If you've got that Skrilla, you're going to get the girl.
2: Hell yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. She would never be with Jake. Or she would never be with Edward if he didn't have Volvo.
0: I want to know how that works, though. Like... Car like how is the dynamic where Carlisle's the breadwinner? He's the one who's going to work every day and earning the cash. They don't eat anything, so like, does he just give them all an allowance to like spend on shit that they want? Or like, because Edward is seventeen forever, he has to go to school every single time that they move, which would how suck. shitty
1: of an existence is that? Like.
0: You constantly have to you be have a senior in high school. Like, you can't move away from that no matter where you go.
1: Well, I don't understand why you couldn't be like, oh, like, I'm 19, and then just, like, get a job at McDonald's and do that forever.
0: That's what you choose? <laughs> you it's just, getting, like, it's me? an option. I'm 19 years old. Also, my big thing is Carlisle has to be registered with some sort of medical board, right?
1: Probably. Yeah.
0: probably. <laughs> So, like, imagine being like, dude, you've been registered with this medical board for over, like, 150 years. What's up, Carlisle?
1: Maybe (laughs) he changes his name. That could be. Like, why wouldn't... I don't know, like, why... It seems like if you're trying to keep a low profile, like, getting a job and joining the workforce would be the best way to do it rather than, like... I know, we'll send these people that look like they're 35 to high school.
2: <laughs> I guess it really only works because there's no social media. Pictures can't be shared around the internet and made viral. It's true. Um, yeah. Yeah. Battle scene's okay, pretty boring ultimately. There's Victoria one. Victoria dies unceremoniously. <sighs> um yeah, I don't have much to say about this one. Um it's a two for me. Two for me. I'm gonna
0: go one and a half.
2: Okay. So, Breaking Dawn Part 1 came out in 2011, directed by Bill Condon. Um, This one really just sort of like kind of turned – it kind of is what it just wanted to be. It spends a lot of time with The Wedding and The Honeymoon.
0: This is the stupidest Mm -hmm. movie of them all.
1: No, this is the best one.
0: No way! This is the worst one.
1: There's so much good stuff in this movie. Like the blood milkshakes are good. Uh, Edward seemingly biting the baby out of her belly is pretty good. <laughs> uh, See, this is why I think
0: you're a fucking serial killer. Because this, and you have like Charles Manson books and fucking Mind Comp and the Satanic Bible. Like this is why I think you're fucked in the.
1: Head. Oh, so sorry for expanding my knowledge of the universe.
0: Expanding your knowledge of the fucked up.
1: Like, this is just, like, Belle looks like she's has bulimia the entire movie.
2: Kind of like Gollum a little bit.
1: <laughs> this is, like, the best movie in terms of, like, okay, we're actually going to try and push some boundaries and see what we can do here. The rest of them are generic trash. This one is, like alright, you know, we're going to show Bella not in the best state possible. She's got this fucking demon growing inside of her. And because Stephanie Myers is a Mormon, they're very pro-life.
0: Wrong. What this movie is, is they took a 20-30 to minute sequence and they elongated it into two hours.
1: Yeah. That's what this movie is. It's called character development.
2: Okay.
0: Okay, I don't (laughs) even want to hear it, okay?
2: I There was one point where I checked how much time was left, and I was like, we've spent an hour and a half on all of this?
0: Yeah. This is, this is like, a simple concept that could have been finished in 20, 25 minutes.
2: Well, this
1: Look, is, like... I, I agree that these two movies do not need to be split in half, and it could be one movie. But, like, there's some good stuff in here, like...
2: This is the epitome of cash grab.
0: Can confirm.
2: I mean how much did this how much did this one make? This one made $712 million on a 127 million dollar budget. But I mean I feel there like I go. said it's like it's what the shit everybody wanted. Like you finally get Edward and Bella's wedding. You get to see what dress Bella would wear. What tux would Edward wear? The venue, the, best, the decorations.
0: The, that was to say, the wedding was the best part of this entire movie.
2: No, the best part is when you open. There's no com- okay. So there's something. The new moon ends with uh, Bella and Edward saying that they need to tell Charlie about the wedding, right? So it seems like they haven't really told anybody. But then this one opens like the wedding's right around the corner, so they would have already told everyone. <laughs> So you get Edward, great scene, downpouring rain, receiving the invitation, <laughs> ripping a off, ripping off his shirt, throwing the, discarding the invitation on the ground, and morphing into a wolf. That was I also a great scene.
1: scene where they consummate the marriage. Then Edward is like, "I gave you bruises. We can never do this again."
0: Do you know how many people pay to have sex with bruises?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bella's just looking at him like, "Fuck me again." Leave really bigger bruises. Come on. Okay. So
1: the reason that they haven't done anything physical before is I was afraid that he will hurt her. Yes. So, how about instead of Edward being on top, just thrusting away so that he could crack her pelvis, like, do some work, Bella. Jesus Christ. Like, there's ways around this, I feel.
2: I, I think there, it. Are, there
1: are actual solutions to this problem where, like, Edward just doesn't really have to be that active, and that throw, would solve it. Throw it back, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> throw it back.
2: I don't think the problem is the thrusting. I think it's the powerful ejaculation.
0: I was about to say, Edward has. It's super like a New York City fire hose. For her yeah. first attempt to get her pregnant, like, this guy is packing some Michael Phelps
1: in his sack. we well, got to think, like, the man has been celibate since this fucking Spanish flu. like...
0: <laughs> <All right>, okay. <laughs> You're never going to be, like, and that's the thing, is that his dead body, because his body's dead is still producing sperm. So what you're telling me is well, that they, they don't even Edward have Cullen,
1: blood. How's he, how's he working?
0: That's what I'm saying. Edward Cullen hasn't jerked off since he got turned. So for over a hundred years, he has just been saving this one ejaculation in his sack.
2: Yeah, he's been doing a lot of edging. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's been getting to that point. He's like, not today, Edward. <laughs> not today. Hold on. He's He's gonna, gonna, he knew he was going to
2: blow a hole in the wall.
0: <laughs> Fucking Hitch style. She, or, uh, or uh, uh... Fuck, what's that movie with Will Smith where he plays a superhero? Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Hitchcock.
1: <laughs> they get to, like, the island and, like, Edward knows it's almost time and his, his balls are, like, the size of watermelons because it's been over 100 years. <laughs> He's like fucking Randy in South Park. He has to wheel them onto the island with a wheelbarrow.
0: <laughs> he pulls down his pants and his you just hear his nuts hit the ground. It's just like,
2: douche. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh. These are the real burning questions of Twilight. This is really what I want to know.
0: Like I would have been a lot more interested if like, in a 45-minute documentary <laughs> of how Edward was able to not jerk off for 100 years.
1: Or if, like, all the time Bella, like, tries to make advances on him, he's like, oh, sorry, I just went in the bathroom and jerked off while you were sleeping, like.
2: <laughs> I, I couldn't have hold it off anymore. <laughs> oh, we never talked about how Edward just invites himself into Bella's home and watches her sleep.
1: Yeah. He's got to do something else. Like, I'm sure he brings a book or something.
2: But doesn't he specifically say that he likes watching her sleep? Uh, that
1: dude should get a Nintendo Switch then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the thing is that, like, what is he doing when he doesn't sleep?
2: Whatever the fuck he wants. That's what I'm saying, though. Is that, like, staying Listen- up for two to his he's listening to his massive record collection.
0: Yeah, but staying awake for 24 hours for over 100 years? He's dead. Yeah, but like, what do you do in that time? I don't know.
1: He probably hunts.
0: For like years, though, like, he didn't have movies, he didn't have video games. Like, what would he do? Just kind of like run around
1: and shit? Maybe he just lays there.
0: That's a terrible existence.
1: Well, that's why he's cursed. He's a vampire.
2: Yeah. So, moving really this movie, will only be, okay. So, oh, this was something I was wondering if you could explain to me. So, I think at one point Jacob goes to his pack, right, and they, he says something to the effect of that Bella and Edward are planning on having sex, so therefore she will become pregnant, and Jacob is concerned that the baby will kill Ella, Bella, which would be a violation of the treaty. But the pack doesn't seem concerned because I think they say something like that's Bella's choice. But then when they find out that she's pregnant, they have that wolf meeting, and they all talk about how they need to kill the baby. Did anybody follow that complete switch?
1: I was pretty checked out by that point.
2: Chris, you know what I'm saying?
1: Um...
0: I think they were saying it's Bella's choice to have to, like... Because I don't think Jake went to them to, like, say that Bella was pregnant and they said that's Bella's choice. I think they were saying it's Bella's choice for them to have sex.
1: I think, like, there's a couple different things. Like, if she dies while giving birth, like, that will be the Cullens killing a human. So that will break the treaty. Yeah. Or if the baby is born, like, a vampire... That will be them turning someone into a vampire, which will
2: also break the treaty. But at first, okay, so you think it's about something else? Because at first, like, they don't, they're not concerned by it.
1: All I care about is blood milkshakes and placenta
2: eating in this movie. There is some of
0: that. There's placenta eating?
2: Yeah. That's how the... Yeah, it's a vampire C section. A V section.
0: Oh, that's right.
2: Where he
1: just chows down like Kobayashi.
0: Six different times. Something crazy like that.
1: He's got to make sure that venom gets in
2: there.
0: Hmm. Actually, it's overkill.
2: Yeah, you got that right. Wink, wink. Um, yeah, Bella becoming pregnant and going as homely and skinny as she does is very bizarre. Do you think when there's that scene when she takes off her bathrobe and she's super skinny, do you think that was CGI or a body double?
1: Probably CGI, I think.
2: I mean, the way they did that fucking baby,
0: we can just assume that it's CGI, I hope.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't tell. It looked, it was obviously her her head, like edited on, but I couldn't tell the body. But yeah, this one this one might be my least favorite of them all. This honestly. is my least favorite. Well, the next one's definitely way worse. I say I I'll stand that it's a full star better than, than part one. This is a
1: one and a half for me.
0: I agree. One and a half.
1: Half
2: star for me. And, half a star? Oh, half a star. Wow. And then finally, you so you've got the, um, the conclusion. The epic conclusion. The epic conclusion, breaking down part. Oh, so we should say that uh, at the end of breaking down part one, you know. It's, well, it's never really in question that Bella's going to die, but she's dead, and the movie ends, Bella's eyes open, they're red, she's a vampire, cut to black. Which you could have ended the entire franchise right there. Which would have been interesting. And then, so part two opens up immediately with essentially Bella exploring being a vampire. Yep. Now this, now, this is what I wanted to bring up earlier now that we're here. Everything that happens to these characters, it's like there can't be any consequences. Or like, like despite the fact that they're vampires or wolves or whatever, like they have to have some redeeming quality. Like you were saying, Zach, being able to write off implanting so it doesn't seem creepy. Uh, writing off Edward. Like when you learn his backstory that, yeah, he might have killed some people, but they were serial killers. So you know he was kind of doing the world a favor. And then in here you've got Bella who resists the urge to kill a human, which I think she should have just killed the human. That would have been cool. But instead they switch it. Edward gets her to come away. She's about to kill a deer. But instead of killing the deer, she saves the deer by killing a mountain lion. And now she's a hero. The, I can't stand how preciously everybody needs to be. I, mean, I wish they would just, some of them would just have flaws and they did shitty things and that's something you got to live with and deal with.
1: I wish she ripped Charlie's throat out.
2: That would have been something.
1: That would have been a cool scene.
0: My thing is, is like, how did Charlie... Oh, shit.
2: How did Charlie...
0: Oh, shit, you're still there. I thought I exited out of Skype. My bad. How did Charlie, like, not look at Bella's fucking eyes and be like, Hey, dude, like, you have jaundice or some shit? Why are they so yellow? She put
1: contacts in, dummy.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right.
1: I will say that I like this idea of the immortal child, like... Like, that's, like, the vampire no-no. Like, you don't turn a child because they can't control it. And, like... But, like... The whole... Well, we need to uh, gather some allies. And then the Volturi come. And then the ending is the worst fucking thing imaginable.
2: (laughs) Yeah!
0: Oh, my gosh. I, I, I audibly said that was so fucking
1: stupid. Like... These characters are not coming back. There's no sequel plan. This is the fucking end. You can't kill Jasper, who no one gives a fuck about. Or Carlisle? The Carlisle thing was actually, I was like, oh shit, that's a big deal. Like, Carlisle's fucking dead.
0: Everett. Kill fucking Everett. Emmett. (laughs) I know. (laughs)
1: Like... What, what, what's the point, like, why do they all need to live? Like, who cares? As long as Bella, the kid, and Edward are alive at the end of the movie, like, that's probably all anyone cares about. Is anyone really gonna, like, boycott your fucking movie? Because, like, oh my god, they killed the Johnny Depp lookalike. Like, who fucking cares?
0: Kill Alice. <laughs> like, I feel like that would have been the most understandable
2: death. Well, I I, I guess what I don't get is even before you even get to that part, like, if it's just as simple as Carlisle can touch the kid and the kid can touch Carlisle and he knows everything's going to be okay, like, why does there need to be, like, evidence and stuff? Like, why does there need to be witnesses? And, like, why do you need to prepare for a battle? You
1: probably don't.
2: Like whatever – like I think maybe someone has a throwaway line where they're like the Voltori can't be trusted, but it's still like – if it's just as, if it really is just as simple as you can touch one another and there really is no trial, there's no evidence presented, I don't see what the point of all this is. My thing is like they only gather
0: 18 vampires. Like there has to be more. The Volturi came with like 25, 30 vampires. You're meaning to tell me the most powerful vampire organization on the world can only gather 30 vampires to fight?
1: <laughs> like, that makes just,
0: no sense to me.
1: Why don't they just play a vampire baseball game and settle us on the field? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hold on, guys. It's not thundering outside. We have to wait, like, what is it, like two days? All right, we'll be back, meet back here.
2: Yeah, and why'd they have to meet in the middle of a snowy field?
1: You got to... We're going to fight in the snow barefoot. I think is how did they know when the Volturi were coming?
2: Alice, Alice could enough.
1: see it, yeah.
0: Yeah, but, like, Alice was gone.
1: Yeah, they said when the snow's, when it's cold enough for the snow to stick to the ground, the Volturi will be coming.
0: Oh, wow, because that's a very short window in fucking
2: Washington State.
1: <laughs> you know, Chris, I'm not a fucking vampire, right? I don't know.
2: That would be funny if the Volturi were just kind of staying there and just being like, The movie is The the Volturi, right? Alice told him the date, right?
0: No, instead she's got to tell him some cryptic shit. Like, when the snow falls and sticks to the ground, then the Volturi will come.
2: Renezme, What a stupid
1: name, huh? It's a great name. Most popular baby name of
2: 2011. (laughs) <laughs> See I'm okay with Rene So what I think is really weird Is if the baby's a boy You're gonna name it EJ You're gonna name it Edward Jacob
0: Edging, I, it's short for edging
2: so, oh, <laughs> oh that makes sense I'm like way to rub it In your partner's face That you still have feelings for this other guy Who's just your friend
1: Who doesn't give a shit about you anymore Because he wants to fuck your baby
2: Yeah Yeah <laughs> You named her after the Loch Ness Monster? Stupidest experience of the entire fucking thing. What about the Bella montages where she's rock climbing or getting into arm wrestling matches? That's so dumb. The oh, CGI fuck.
0: is terrible. I mean, the CGI is awful. Like, even just, like, the expression of, like, vampires running throughout the entire series is awful.
2: Or wolves, just Period.
0: The wolf design is the one thing I remember when I first saw this in theaters, because I saw the first two in theaters, two and a half, I should say. I saw the first two and a half in theaters.
2: You walked out in the clips?
0: When I walked out of the third one, three men in trench coats walked in halfway through the movie. So I saw that and said, fuck that. So I left.
2: I forgot you thought that the movie theater was going
0: to get shot up. I thought it was. So I immediately walked out. I was like, no, I'm not fucking with this shit. I'm not getting shot up
1: today. Could you imagine if you died during a screening of Eclipse? I, well, the thing was is that, like,
0: my mom wanted to go, but she didn't want to go <laughs> alone. So I was like, all right, I'll go with you. And I looked at her. I was like, Mom, I, you see that? That That's bad
2: news right there. So dude, dude, I'm imagine, leaving. If it, imagine if it was your death that outed you that Twilight was your guilty pleasure. <laughs>
1: They were like, oh, yeah, I was- Zach, I'm so sorry Chris is mm-hmm. dead. Like, I know you guys were close. to would
2: be like, oh. <laughs> Like, Chris, and everyone would definitely think that your guilty pleasure was Twilight because you died at Eclipse. That's the ultimate fan thing. Yeah. To die at your favorite movie.
0: Yeah, probably. Been. Were you wearing an Edward shirt or a Jacob shirt? He was, uh... <laughs> Yeah, Chris couldn't have been a fan of that. There's no fucking way. I don't know, dude. Like, he covered himself in glitter and, like, spiked his hair up. He, he had a Team Edward shirt on. It was weird. Like
1: He was also edging he throughout was also the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the back of the front of his seat was more than just blood. I'm pretty sure, like, there was something sticky on there.
1: But this one, this feels like the most out of place movie because it literally just feels tacked on.
0: They all feel tacked on. Like, yeah, I, I,
2: I... and some like very like odd and very convenient like character twists, like Jacob and Edward essentially go from hating each other to like kind of being friends or like they're willing to help each other out despite supposed to be like mortal enemies, like. No, it's okay, we can be friends.
1: My favorite line is, should I call you dad now? It's like this girl has no choice in the matter. Like She has to be with Jacob.
2: And Alice sees
1: the vision of it. It's like indentured servitude. Like, oh, hey, you belong to me now. Congratulations, I imprinted. Hope that's fine with you.
2: Wait, so indentured servitude, as in, after seven years, they're free to go?
1: I mean, I don't know how long Renezme's going to live, so...
2: Forever, dude.
1: Okay. So Jacob is a werewolf. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty well established. We don't really know a werewolf's lifespan, but we can assume that Renezme is going to outlive him.
0: Yeah, it no. was a, it was established. Yeah, uh, it was established at one point in the movie, in one of these movies, that when you imprint on somebody, your lifespan matches theirs. Really? Yeah. So like. I completely missed that. Yeah. yeah me so too. like, Jacob will live as long as Renesmee lives, unless he's basically killed.
1: Okay. Well, human biology might have a lot to say about that.
0: Dude, tell Stephanie Meyer. Like I don't I don't know what to fucking tell you.
2: That Mormon piece of shit. Like, but maybe though I'm sure that a werewolf this, this is the first time ever that a werewolf implanted on a imprinted on a vampire. Yeah, how is you know that
1: allowed? Like
0: You know what would have made the story so much more interesting? If they introduced the idea of a polygamous relationship.
1: That's I said this. Like same a thruple I said this could have been very progressive for the time if this explored polyamory
0: yeah if this was like, like
1: a couple th- okay so jacob smells so terrible like he's human but he smells so terrible to them that they don't want to drink his blood but like and he hates the smell of vampires but yet he like imprints on, like nothing about that makes any sense
0: can you imagine hating the smell of the person that you're imprinting on? Like, but like, like you have them, oh, you yeah. them for the rest of your life, but they smell awful to you forever.
1: No, I would assume that if you imprint on them, like, you just love all of their flaws.
2: Well, so that's what's kind of funny, because Alyssa was quick to jump at, like, no, it doesn't mean that they're in love, like, it just means whatever. But in this movie, they went the love route. Like, Alice has a vision of them together. Like, they went there. Not me. They did. Yeah, that's a stupid idea. Okay, so I will say one thing about all the movies that I do like, I do like the opening credits for each one and how they do the title.
1: I would like all of these movies if there's only one of
2: them. Yeah, there's gotta be like <clears throat> I don't know, just like so much more between the three and the love triangle. Wait, so like
1: if you cut kind of Breaking Dawn into one movie, why couldn't you just go from Twilight to Breaking Dawn? What are you really gaining in those two in the middle that like mean anything?
2: Like, I'm fine with exploring the dynamic between them. So it's like Breaking Dawn becomes one, and New Moon and Eclipse become one. And then you got a trilogy. Fine. I think it's
0: just. If they could leave it strictly about their relationship, and, like, whatever. I don't care, dude. If it's a teen movie, it's a teen movie. Leave it at that. But once they bring in the Volturi, and they bring in the child, that's when things get super fucking stupid.
1: Oh, that's when.
0: Yeah, dude, are you kidding me? Like, if it's standalone, like, Jacob or Edward, I'm fine with that story. Whatever. But it doesn't need to be extended into five movies.
2: Apparently it does. (sighs) For that cash solo. I mean, this this franchise is gross. I think I read $3.3 billion. So. That's a lot of cash money. That's a ton of cash money.
0: Who made more, Jacob or Edward?
2: Well, Edward's, well Jacob's poor, so not him. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else you guys want to say about uh, Breaking Bond Part 2?
1: The only thing Jacob got from all this money is just a little bit of boost in his EBT card.
2: So poor. I'm a 1.5. I'm a one.
0: I'm a. I'll go
2: with a one. And that's Twilight, guys. If you had to <gasps> rank, if you Fuck had to you, rank, Jake. If you had to rank them.
1: How Fuck would you do Fuck you, it? dude.
2: Fuck Twilight. <laughs> Eclipse.
1: Breaking Dawn Part One. Breaking Dawn Part Two. New Moon.
2: I'm the same as Zach. Just flip the Breaking Dawns,
0: Twilight, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn Part Two, New Moon, Breaking Dawn Part One.
1: Dude, how do you hate the Blood Milkshake?
0: Because that movie's so stupid. Like it's so unnecessary. Like nothing happens throughout the entire movie. Because ninety-five percent of the movie is spent looking at lethargic Bella. You see, they like, like that's something I'm supposed to care about.
1: Sorry that you just hate characters and interesting character development. and.
0: That's not interesting no. character development. Like, you can keep trying to, like, say that is all you want, but it's not.
1: Sorry that you, like, hate women and... Oh, my gosh. You don't like pregnant women. Dude, if they Bella was, like... You...
0: If Bella turned out to be, like, a witch or something, like, that would just make this whole movie complete. Like,
1: imagine... Sorry that, that you're careful. just, you know, you're... Pro-choice, and you think Bella should have gotten an abortion, but you know she doesn't really fly that way. Oh, That's sure, true.
2: Definitely <laughs> never talked about the pro-life agenda in this movie. Uh, she's definitely very pro-life. Egg time.
0: I mean, you got to think like dudes from
2: 1914. <laughs> He's a classic man. He's had a million girlfriends, have a million abortions. Yeah. I mean like he has super strength like
1: maybe like the ultrasound can't break past the 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 embryo but Edward punching you sure could like no more baby solved not really taking advantage of these these powers you have
0: He's a vampire. He's got extreme sucking power. He could probably suck that bitch out. (laughs)
1: Like fucking rattlesnake poison? Yeah, you could just... You know?
2: Bitch gone. (laughs) Alright, we've been talking pretty long here, so maybe we'll save what we watched for next week, which I don't know what we're reviewing next. Do you guys have any idea?
0: Nope. Do you want to come back around to do the uh, the Before Trilogy? Or I have a Hall of Fame review locked and loaded whenever you guys are ready.
2: What's your Hall of Fame choice?
0: Oh, no, I'm going to save that for when we officially decide it's a Hall of Fame week. You well, guys just are the,
1: let's just
0: officially decide it. right now. You guys are going to hate it, and I'm so excited.
2: Okay, let's get it out of the way before we do the Before Trilogy. What's All your right. What's your Hall of Fame? Are we locking it in? Next week's Hall of Fame? Is it definitely your pick? Yeah, it's
0: definitely my okay. pick. Danger okay. Diabolic and then uh, True. Okay. Like Freddy vs. Jason. Okay. So we're locking it in. It's Hall of Fame next week? Sure. sure. We're doing Forrest
2: Gump. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I can't wait
1: to do Jason in outer space. <laughs> Get ready, fuckers.
2: All right, come back next week or next time for our review of Forrest Gump for Chris. Until next week, bye-bye.